This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner is Charlie Daggs, okay? He was a middle manager at a manufacturing company. He wants to break free, and he won the $100 I give out every Monday. For your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, we're going to hear from Amy Schmittauer. She says, and I specifically asked her, why, Amy, are you running a membership site instead of building software? Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. I am here with my tea this morning, and I think you're really going to love our guest. His name is Tim Draper. He was the founding partner at Draper Associates back in 1985. It is a very well-established venture capital firm. He has raised 10 core funds hired and led team of partners, invested in hundreds of early stage private companies, including Baidu, Tesla, Hotmail, Skype, Parametric Technology, DigiDesign, Twitch TV, Theranos, and Overture. He's got extended reach through the building of the Draper Venture Network with 14 funds covering 30 cities around the world through the creation of Draper University, a school and ecosystem dedicated to preparing entrepreneurs and through building a high profile and brand to generate deal flow. Tim, are you ready to take us to the top? <laughs> Terrific. Thanks, Nathan. Let's do this, man. So there's so many places we could go with this. I think there's uh, not a better example of your legacy in the Valley besides the fact that your Skype username is T-I-M. You got in early, didn't you? Yeah, actually, I guess you're supposed to have six letters or more now. When, yeah, I, I'm Tim at Skype. Uh, we were thrilled with that investment. The, the uh, Skype founders and I did a Fun thing. Um, I actually was in the first Skype video call ever. <laughs> what year uh, was that? Boy, uh, a long time ago. And it was, I, we used their, their alpha system to do it. And it wasn't quite ready or anything, but um, the first Skype video call, they, they cut off 100,000 simultaneous audio users in order to get the bandwidth for our video to work. It was uh, quite a fun experiment. I, Give, I, I apologize for anybody who was on a phone call at that time. They, lo they lost out. Well, Give me real quick just a sense of if it's public returns on that. How much did you put into Skype? And just on the Skype deal, how much did you, were you able to make for the, for the fund? Oh, boy, I don't even remember. It was a... It was a uh, couple of different investments at different of different sizes and uh the return was big did you did you did, <laughs> i like it the return it was, was big for, yeah it sold for four billion dollars to ebay at that time okay did you put um, in did, did you guys put in more or less than 100 million would you say over all the rounds combined oh far less than 100 million oh gosh way less than 100 million more or less than 10? Uh, right, we put in, I don't know, less than 10? Less than 10. Like yeah, okay, or so about maybe around that, overall around. I, well, I remember, maybe, no, it was less than that. Um, they, um, they actually never had to tap into our money. 
Don't you love that? Well, do you love that as a venture capitalist, money burning hole in the entrepreneur's they pocket? They were profitable from the very beginning. That was really terrific. That's great. Well, I want to talk about a lot of things. You want to split California into six states. You invested early in Elon. Uh, you, I want to real quick, though, just get a sense again of size. You raised 10 core funds. What was the latest fund you raised? I know you have a bunch of kind of other funds now associated with your core fund, but how much was the last size of your core fund? Um. Yeah, you're going to get me in trouble with the SEC. Oh, is it not uh, allowed? I'm, I'm not allowed to really talk about any funds that we are in the process of raising. And, what about the last public one? And the last public one um, were, I mean, roughly the size of our funds is usually in the 400 million range. Uh, that's kind of where we are a lot of the time. Okay, I want to uh, I want to give you one last chance, Tim, to get in trouble with no, the SEC. I, SEC. You don't want you don't want to reveal what the current fund sizes you're raising. Different, they're different funds, um, and and they they are for different purposes, and they have different uh, uh, sizes for different purposes. We you know we have the the Draper Venture Network. It's an extraordinary um, network. We have eleven relationships. They uh, spread to 36 cities around the world. And, uh, and each of them, uh, there's one called Draper Nexus, one called Draper Dragon. Nexus is in Japan and Dragon's in China. Draper Vena Capital in uh, Vietnam and Draper Esprit in London. Um, Draper Triangle in Pittsburgh. And they all have raised funds uh, of varying sizes too. So, uh, and then um, Draper Associates has its fund, and then Draper Fisher Jurvetson has its fund. So it's hard to sort of pick picture a, uh, you know, when you ask how big are your funds to add it, them all up. It's yeah, you'd have to do something. Yeah. Different. So Tim, you have to ask, I have to ask a question. What is a guy like? Do you're thinking about big ideas, splitting California, backing big guys, big big thinkers like Elon Musk? We had John Fry on an episode ninety eight talking about the the startup you, the ABC reality show that you starred in. Why spend your time and energy on a startup show? What was the thesis there? Well, it was a it was it was fun. It was a risk. <laughs> uh, it was good for uh, we we. We suspected that it would be good for marketing for uh, Draper University. Um, we we also felt that we were doing such unusual and interesting things at Draper University that uh, the rest of the education establishment would benefit from watching uh, what we're doing with students. Um, and so there were lots of reasons to do it. There are a few not to do it, but we, we ended up... Uh, Deciding to do it, we worked with ABC Family. They were um, they were great to work with, uh, and we really enjoyed the experience. And it was uh, and it did not um, interestingly didn't take uh, an inordinate amount of uh, my time. Great. Well, I don't want to go too deep on this because I want people to go watch. My favorite episode, Tim, was when you had all the teams. You brought them all on a volleyball court, and you said, "Invent the new way to play volleyball." And they're like, what the hell is this guy? What is he talking about? And people finally, once they broke the mold of, oh, he actually means literally like invent new rules, like put someone on your shoulders and you can only hit it if you're laying on the ground and screw the net. Who needs a net to play volleyball? I, I, I think I think you probably intentionally set that up as a microcosm of really what you believe in and changing rules about society. 
Well, um, what I wanted them to come around to was that some of them came up with rules that made it a better game. And uh, what we're always trying to do is either if we're if we're transforming industries, that's that's the ultimate goal. But um, but to look at the world as something that can be molded and improved. And I think that that um, that the idea that uh, you if if you score three points in a row, you can uh, create new rules for everybody to follow in volleyball is gets people out of their their zone of where they think the world should go. With our students, we often have them play a soccer game and we we go, okay, hey, we're going out to play soccer. This is gonna be great. And then they come out there and then you say, and then I say, oh yeah, there's one change. You can use your hands. <laughs> and, and my thinking there is, look, you know, let's try different things. Let's try things. Let's see what happens. Um, schools have gotten pretty rigid out there. They're, they're telling you what to say, what to do, what to think. Uh, and they're not letting you explore and experiment and try things. And, uh, and we, we have a credo, you know, and one of the things in the credo is I will fail and fail again until I succeed. And that allows people some real freedom, freedom to think about what they're, uh, what they're doing, freedom to uh, speak out, freedom to do all those things that they might not do if, if they're afraid of failing. And uh, so we, we try to get those students to overcome their, their hangups or their, their fears of failure. Because, I mean, if you're a hero, if you want to be a hero, you got to take long odds at an extraordinary outcome. And you got to make something happen. You're going to take chances and some of those chances are going to work and some are not going to work and if they don't work you can't let that mar your ego you have to just keep driving so to so, referencing going talking about kind of the long game and how you like to take and, and look at folks that are really pushing the odds it, i think you got into tesla in the in the third round the series c the 40 million dollar round right we went into Tesla very early, actually. Um, I, we may have been in that round, but I think we were in the first round. Were you really? Okay, maybe that's, I don't know, maybe because I, my I research didn't show hunting, that. I remember hunting through all the electric car companies um, and trying to figure out which one that I would, that we would back. And, and really, it was Martin Eberhardt, and he was getting started. Uh-huh. So you were, I mean, is this how you think about investing? You kind of look at a sector that you like, and then you find the business leader that's really going to drive that thing home. Is that, is that how you work? Sometimes. Um, sometimes we'll see something really interesting that'll just come, somebody will send me an email with a business plan on it. Um, and sometimes I'll, I'll go to a business plan competition at a school, or I'd go to... Um, uh, I'll, I'll go uh, to a conference and I'll run into a, somebody at a booth. Um, there are some, there are a lot of ways you can find a, a new opportunity to invest in. Uh, and we find that driving deal flow turns out to be as, as important as anything to our business. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so I keep a high profile. That's part of the Draper 
University and the Startup U uh, uh, show. Yep. I think those are really important because then when people say, hey, who do I go to? I'm starting a business and I need funding. Then they always go to Draper. Yep. So, I mean, did you ever, when you invested in Tesla, did you, it sounds like the first inclination was, I'm interested in electric cars. Do you remember when you met Elon and how much did that affect your decision to invest? Actually, I met Elon long before Tesla. And Elon was not the CEO when we funded it. Uh, a guy named Martin Everhard was. Mm -hmm. He was the, uh, the inventor, hobbyist who put this thing together, loved cars and put the, the whole design and all that together. Elon came in. He, Elon was an investor with us mm -hmm. and on board. And then uh, when the company was, uh, was in a, a dire straits, Elon said that he put money in if he could run it. And, uh, and that, the rest is history. You are <laughs> outstanding, amazing job. And boy, I've got to say those Tesla cars are, I'll never go back. They are I'll so sexy. Yeah, powered car. Do you, do you, do you, would you use the word sexy to describe the car, Tim? I don't usually. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you show up on the Skype call in like this suit jacket, like a suit and a tie. And the only thing I remember is you scaling down the side of a billion startup. You and I'm going, I know this guy's a ton of fun. Why is he in a suit jacket and a tie? I don't know. Oh, it's gotten to be my brand. I put, I've got a brand with it where I wear um, the funky tie, a, a specific tie. Right now I'm wearing a six California's tie. Let's go there right now. Six California's. You want to split it up. Jefferson at the top, North California, Silicon Valley, Central California, West California, and South California. Why should California be split into six pieces? Well, we were um, living in a wonderful place. California is gorgeous, beautiful. Nobody wants to leave. And we have a monopoly provider for our government. Uh, it's a little like your cable company. You, you get bad service for the highest price possible. And, uh, and there's a point at which it, it's time to say, no, that's bad. Um, and I think that point is hit. Uh, where our education system's gone to 47th out of 50, just above Mississippi and Alabama. Mm. Um, our, uh, our state is, is rated as the 50th, as the worst place to do business in America, um, based, on, based on, you know, the way the California operates. Mm -hmm. we, have, we have a beautiful state with amazing... Uh, media, technology, people. We've, we've been living on our laurels a little bit where we get some amazing immigrants. And, uh, and they've started some amazing companies and, and they've kept this, this economic engine going. But you can only be the worst place to do business for a certain period of time before, before you disappear. And, um, and so I, um, I thought by creating six new states, um, all the old baggage would leave and all the new ideas would come. You know, we had the prime minister of Estonia come here to Draper University to speak. And mm -hmm. he said, just by instituting digital signatures, he saved 2% of his GDP. Wow. And, then, and then, he, then he put in digital voting and all the young people started to vote. And then he 
use digital identity and the uh, crime rate started to go down and the business climate started to go up. Uh, this is a guy who sends a pretty strong message to everyone around the world that, hey, government governments are in competition with one another. We've got to do the best we can uh, to make sure our government works. And, and so having uh, six states out here would allow us a choice. I mean, if you still want to live in California, you can, if, this way you get a choice of government, you can move up or down or sideways on the state and maybe get a better education system, better governance, lower crime rate. A lot of interesting things could happen, better place to do business. A lot of great things could happen. Um, if there are six states out there. So, Tim, I mean, getting, as you know, politics, getting anything done seems to be like super inefficient. I mean, you seem very passionate about this. Will you ever throw your hat into a political match, whether it's for president or governor or whatever, to get this done? No. No, it's just not worth it. No. Um, Worth it. Worth it. But I wouldn't be a very good candidate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last thing I want to do, Tim, before I get into my favorite part of the show, I don't think many people call you this. I certainly haven't seen it associated with your brand, but you could argue that you are one of the first growth hackers with your suggestion to put in the bottom of Hotmail and Gmail and all these things, you know, sent with Hotmail. Do you remember the day you came up with that idea? And what was the response from the team that was going to execute it? Yeah, I came up with it. Um, when we when we couldn't figure out how we were going to market this <laughs> email thing, you said put the thinking, damn link in the signature. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the idea was uh, to say, "P.S. I love you. Get your free email at Hotmail." <laughs> and uh, and they thought I was out of my mind. And then they said, "Okay, okay." After we p- I pounded the table for a long time, they finally said, "Okay, okay, we'll do it." But no P.S. I love you. Just <laughs> get your free email at Hotmail, and it spread so fast it was awesome. Well, Steve 18- Jobs did it. Same with iPhone. I mean, so many people do this now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and um, and we wanted other people to do it. We wanted things to spread faster. We decided not to, uh, you know, I decided not to patent the idea or anything because I thought. You know, this is this is such a cool thing. I kind of want the whole world to do it because then communications will spread faster, new products will spread faster, everything will be better. Well, Tim, I love that approach. It has. It's been awesome. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes, and then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Top Tribe, one of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is Growth Geeks. It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. I love that approach. Guys, we're going to link to everything Tim has mentioned, his fund, the show, everything. He's a guy you want to follow if you haven't heard of him yet in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top one, two, nine. Again, nathanlacka.com forward slash the top one, two, 
nine. Tim, we are about to get into my favorite part of the show. Do you know what's next? Uh, I, I think it's me signing off, but, but what, what is your <laughs> it's favorite fa- part? It's fast, Tim. It's our famous five. The first question is, what's your favorite business book? Oh, The Startup Game by my father, William Draper. It's awesome. Okay. And it gives you a spirit. It gives you this um, exciting, uh, enthusiastic spirit that is just um, unstoppable. Okay, I- that's I'm eager to get into that one. Number two, favorites. Are you following a CEO that, or studying one right now? Wait, say that again. Is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Oh, um, <laughs> I'm constantly studying and following CEOs uh, because they are all the CEOs that start businesses that Draper Associates funds. <laughs> so you don't want to, You don't want to pick a baby, huh? Oh, well, I mean, I love Elon and, uh, and Robin Lee from Baidu and, uh, you know, I, 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 I love all those CEOs, but particularly the ones that have made such extraordinary transformations to industry. Love that. Okay. Number three, we're going to skip Tim. Oh, he, oh Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes. Theranos, right? Yeah. Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos. Yeah. Theranos. Good. Yeah, that's. She's okay. a big story right now, getting all kinds of attention. Oh, yeah. She's terrific. Okay. Number three, we're going to skip because we're short on time. Number four, Tim, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No, no. I get more like four. Wow. Four. Okay. No, last question, Tim. How old are you? I'm 57. Take us back 37 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, um, Well, I I wish my 27-year-old self knew uh, that that he should stick to his intuition. Stick Uh, to his intuition. Yeah, because uh, your intuition is much stronger and much more effective and will make much better decisions than all of the the noise around you. So uh, stick to your intuition. Well, let's... You'll be a great success. Let's close this out now. He, guys, Tim Draper founded his, he's a founding partner at Draper Associates. Basically the year I was born, he suggested the PS I love you in Hotmail, got behind Elon Musk, star of a reality show, is raising billions, supporting the world's top CEOs. Tim, thanks for taking us to the top. <laughs> terrific, David. <laughs> right, bye-bye. It's a fun interview. You're terrific. Good, man. You're a bunch of fun. You and your ties. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you love this episode with Tim, and I think this is going to be a hot one, guys, you're going to love yesterday's episode with Scott Volker and how he uses Amazon to sell 307 grand per month. 